have been treating the subject of becoming an effective church worker. Effective church worker. I mentioned that being a church worker is God's expectation of us. However, God wants us to be effective. Say effective. Say effective. Effective means that being able to meet the standard that God has set for his work. Doing what he wants you to do, when he wants you to do it, and how he wants you to do it. Praise the Lord. It's not just about working in God's house. It's about working in accordance to how he wants you to work. And so, um, today I want to give you the second key to effective church work. And that is the key of faithfulness. Say faithfulness. Say faithfulness. To be a church worker, you must be faithful. You must be faithful. Now, to be faithful means to be dependable, to be loyal, trustworthy, committed, consistent, and stable. I'll take it again. To be faithful means to be dependable. If you're a church worker, you need to be dependable. That means that anytime the church is looking for you, you are there. You have a reputation that you are dependable. Christ can depend on you in executing his work at all times. Dependability is a mark of an effective church worker. You need to be loyal. You need to be trustworthy because a church worker is a steward. That role that you are playing in the house of God is a responsibility that Christ himself has given to you. Hallelujah. If it's the camera, it is Christ that gave you the responsibility. If it's the instrument, it is Christ that gave you the responsibility. If it is media and sound, it is Christ that gave you the responsibility. Any time that you are given a responsibility and you are not able to um, handle it well, it means you are not trustworthy. Praise the Lord. So, a church worker must be trustworthy. It should be easy for your leader to say, oh, because this person is there, everything will be perfect. Praise the Lord. But anytime we think about you and we begin to think again that hey, this person is there, but still we have to get into the nitty-gritty of the work. It means you are not trustworthy. Praise the Lord. So far as you are there, the problem must be solved. Trustworthiness. So far as you are there, excellence will be achieved. Trustworthiness. So you must be trustworthy. You must be committed. Commitment means always around and on time. Praise the Lord. Always around. Committed. You know when you are a church worker, today you are in church, tomorrow you are not in church. You are not committed. You see, commitment is a requirement for stewardship. Praise the Lord. Commitment is, is like um, anytime you are expected, you are available. It's a requirement for stewardship. So you tell yourself, I'm going to be a committed church worker. There are some that are not committed. 
They are working. You are working, but you are not committed. Praise the Lord. So to be the kind of church worker that God is looking for, you, you need to be committed. Praise the Lord. Committed to your work. So that at any time, at all times, when you are needed, we can rely on you. Praise the Lord. So commitment is a requirement of effective church worker. Effective church workers. Some people are not committed. You are not even sure. If ever you ask a church worker, um, if ever you ask a church worker, oh, would you be in church, a leader, a church worker? It means that already there's the assumption that the person is not committed. Praise the Lord. It's like wanting to go out with your fiancé and asking them, oh, will you be available? It means that you know that your fiancé is not really available. Sometimes they are there, sometimes they are not there. But me, if you ask me, uh, would you be in church on Sunday? I will, I will really be shocked. Praise the Lord. It means that you are questioning my commitment. So, you know, in a church where some, most of the time we have to ask the people, oh, would you be opposed to being committed means being constant. There's no doubt about it. If I, when I don't come to church, it's a surprise to everybody. Hallelujah. But you see, my commitment is to the Lord Jesus Christ. The same way that I can choose somebody to come and preach. And in fact, there are many people who want to preach. Praise the Lord. Many people will be excited to, to do what I'm doing. I can take a break, maybe two Sundays off. And it will be in line because I've, I've been preaching from January. I'll be preaching till December. But you see, if I don't come to church on a Sunday, you will be surprised. It is because you, you know and expect that I should be committed to my calling. Am I communicating to you? But you see, when you don't come to church, heaven is surprised. And anytime we ask you, will you come to church, be sad. Because it means that we have concluded that you are not committed. We have to work on your commitment. You, we, have to, we have to encourage your commitment. It means that you have already been judged as an uncommitted person. Praise the Lord. So, we should be committed. There are certain people I know. If I, when I come to church in a particular service and they are not there, I'm surprised. That's the way it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be surprised. There are some people, if, if there's a church gathering, there are leaders, they don't come. I'm not surprised because I'm not even expecting them. Because even here on earth, I know they are not committed. Wow. So how much more in heaven? Heaven keeps records of our work. Bible says, whatever we are doing, let us do with all our heart. Let us do with all our mind. He says, there's no work in the grave where we are going. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, when you put your hand to the plow and you look back, you are not fit. You are disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified. I want to serve the Lord through and through. Paul said that I'm being poured out as a wine offering. Always constant. Always there. Praise the Lord. Always there. It's a sure sign. 
Even in football, there's commitment. Praise the Lord. Just uh, recently, I watched uh, some bits of the Ghana versus Angola match. And I saw uh, Mohamed Kudus in the match. Now, this is a gentleman that's playing his international football. He's being paid very well. He's had opportunity to travel. But you see, when they called for the match, he availed himself. Praise the Lord. He flew all the way from Europe to Kumasi Sports Stadium to play the game because he is constant. A match cannot go on without him. Praise the Lord Jesus. So it means that he, it cost him a plane ticket to be available. It cost him. But for him, his joy is that, let it be said that in every match, Kudus is available, whether in Ghana, whether in Arabia, whether in Pakistan. That is a sign of what? A committed player. It's a sign. Someone will say, well, um, I wanted to go, but this and that and this and that, so I cannot be available. And of course, the plane ticket is too much. Let them fix somebody who is nearer. Convenience. It's not commitment. Praise the Lord. Convenience is not commitment. So we should be committed. Hallelujah. And commitment has a cost. So we should be able to pay the price for commitment. I want to be constant. Serving the Lord, fervent in the spirit. Serving the Lord in every capacity given me. Constant in meetings. Constant in my service. Constant in everything. Praise the Lord. And stable. A faithful person is a stable person. A stable person is someone who is not moving around. But he know, this is my church. This is my work. He's not confused. Praise the Lord. And when you do this, God will bless you. I wrote here that faithfulness is not a spiritual gift. It is who a person is and the character they possess. We must intentionally develop the character of faithfulness. If God is going to be pleased with us, praise the Lord. So, we must be constant. We must be committed. We must not allow inconsistency to define us. If you're a church worker, let it be known. That you are constant. The preacher is constant. The choir leader is constant. The technical people are constant. The church workers are constant. Available. Committed. Another description of faithfulness is that if you are faithful, you are teachable. Ability to handle instruction without being offended. Praise the Lord. Because a faithful person wants to get better. So when you are directed... You don't say, oh, I know, I know what I'm supposed to do already. No. I, I know my rights. I know what I'm doing. That's a person who is not faithful. Praise the Lord. A faithful person is a humble person. Oh, are you okay? You know, I realized something. When I was in the corporate world, feedback was a characteristic measure of effectiveness. But when I came into the church world, feedback is something that rather offends people. Praise the Lord. It's like when you require feedback, people feel like you don't appreciate them. But like they say, feedback is the breakfast of champions. Praise the Lord. If you're a church worker, you should seek feedback. You should constantly ask your leader, am I doing well? 
Because feedback is the measure of effectiveness. Am I doing well? Is this what you require of me? Am I singing the song well? Am I leading the parts well? Am I doing the camera well? If you are not asking for feedback, it means you are proud. It means you feel like you know what you are doing. And Bible says God resists the proud. May we be faithful in our service to God. May we be constant in our service to God. And may God bless our faithfulness.